1: All right, welcome in another special episode of What's Right with Nick Wright, the podcast and YouTube show. We are releasing this on Monday. We are recording this on Monday, a bit of a recap of Game 4 of the NBA Finals, and we will do a preview of Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Demondze is here alongside me. This is a stripped-down, shorter show. You will get the full 35 to 40-minute show tomorrow that you usually get, actually, You usually get those on Tuesdays. I don't even know when you're going to get that one, but we're going to record it tomorrow. Here's what I do know. We're doing this right now in real time. You've had a couple days to process a crushing Celtics defeat, but I know you're still confident. I assume we're starting with Steph Curry, but you let me know where we're going.
0: Yeah, Steph Curry played what you would call his best game ever in game four. Yep. They're going back home for game five. Yeah. Is it time for you to now jump ship? I know. I mean, I know where I'm staying.
1: But. Okay, no, you're staying with the Celtics. Yes. I am also staying with the Celtics. So this is what I want to do today. I want to over these next 12 to 15 minutes because you sound a little down. <laughs> energy's a little low. Oh, and God. I know it's not because you're tired. You woke up <laughs> on time today. Everything's all good. You got a good, good night's rest, but you're a little, you're not quite as confident as you once were. I heard you mention that tonight game five is a must win.
0: It's, it's huge.
1: It's huge. I don't think it's necessarily a must win for you guys because I do think you could win game seven in San Francisco if you needed to. Yeah. I do think you'll win tonight, and we'll discuss why in a moment. But the four things I want to talk about today, and I want to do it in this order. I want to start with Steph. Okay. Then I want to talk about the end of the game, which I think whenever a game happens on a Friday, there's not usually a lot of analysis on the Monday shows about the actual game. It's more look-ahead stuff then we'll talk Draymond, and then we'll talk Tatum in game five. Okay? Sounds good. On Steph, I I called it the best game of his life. I do believe it was the best game of his life. It There was no other offense coming from any other source on the Warriors. Everyone on Boston knew you had to stop Steph Curry, and they could not do it. Yeah. Through three quarters, they couldn't do it at all. Now, there was a moment in the fourth quarter yeah. when, with four minutes left, he still hadn't scored in the fourth quarter, where I was like, oh, my God, because he had only scored six fourth-quarter points in the series leading into game four. I was right. like, oh, he's going to have another rough fourth quarter. But then like, the floodgates opened. He hit the huge three. He hit a floater. He hit a bunch of free throws down the stretch. He ends up scoring 43 points. So it is the best game of Steph's career. Yeah. It also, as is often the case with Steph, slightly overstated by the my media colleagues. And here's what I mean. Steph had a 40-point double-double in the finals. That is exceptional. It is not exceptionally rare. So would you believe that a 40-point double-double, Giannis did it three times last year. Three times. The year before that, Jimmy Butler did it once. LeBron did it once. In the finals against the Warriors, just the finals against the Warriors. LeBron has done it five times. So both of these things can be true. It was the single best game of Steph Curry's career. It was the best finals game he's ever played, better than the 47 in a loss to Toronto, and better than the 37 in game five in 2015 against the Cavs when it was 2-2. It was the best game of Steph's career, and it also was maybe... The fifth best finals game of the last five years. Both of those things can be true. Right. So, because Giannis' 50 point masterpiece obviously trumps it. Right. I think LeBron's, LeBron had one in the, in the, against the Heat or against the Lake, sorry, against the Heat. And then Jimmy Butler had one against the Lakers. I don't think Kawhi had any. And then I think Durant, the Durant finals games are tough because it didn't feel like they were ever in jeopardy. But Durant, Durant particularly in 2017, had some monster games. So that's not throwing shade. That's being honest.
0: Everybody's just acting like it's so rare.
1: Like, oh, my God. Well, it it was a great game. And watching it in real time, it was a great game. And Steph had to be great or their season's over, and he answered the call. It does not make it one of the greatest games we've ever seen. 18 guys have had 40-point double-doubles in the NBA Finals. And I just mentioned Giannis did it three times in a six-game series just a year ago. So that's what's true about Steph for the game. What's also true about Steph for the game, as I talked about last week, this was on the TV show, not on the podcast, but the little preemptive, maybe I did talk about it on the podcast, oh, Steph's hurt. Yeah. Steph's, did Steph look hurt to you? No. Of course. No. Because hey, you know how we knew he wasn't hurt? Because he didn't come out of the game when he suffered the injury and he didn't have an MRI the next day. What should concern the Warriors for game five is, and I think this is your take, I heard you say it to somebody on the street, Demanzi now, Get to ask sports questions on the street when we're walking together. The true, and yeah. Demonze fired back at a guy who was picking the Warriors. Yeah. And what did you tell him? Why did you say you didn't think they were going to win two more yeah, games?
0: Because Curry's got to score of 40 points or above to win. Yes. I mean, like, and he's I mean, he might have another one in him, but it's just Can um, he
1: have two more or can he have one more? And can Clay explode for a big game? Right. That will be the big question mark. Okay. Now about the actual end of the game. Because. I said this to you while we were watching, and then I didn't really hear anybody talking about it over the weekend. It wasn't really brought up much on my TV show this morning. I don't know if the other shows talked about it. Clay Thompson hit a three to give the Warriors the lead in the fourth quarter, 95-94, with about four and a half minutes left. Your Boston Celtics did not take another two-point shot the rest of of the game.
0: Yeah, they kept trying to win it on one possession. They
1: got totally tilted yep. by losing the lead. And I'll I'll tell you, because I pulled it up today to mention on the TV show. Here was the possessions. Klay Thompson hits a three to go up 95-94, four and a half left. The next Celtic possessions are the following. Jalen Brown missed three. Jason Tatum missed three. Marcus Smart missed three. Marcus Smart missed three. Al Horford missed three. Al Horford then made a three to cut it from 103-194-197. Uh, yeah. to 197. Uh, Then a turnover by Jalen Brown. Then a Derek White missed three. Game over. You guys didn't take a two-point shot in the final four and a half minutes. In a game, it's not like you were down 12. You ended up being down a lot at the end, but you stopped running your offense. Yep. And that, to me, was you guys getting tight at the end, and this was – when I picked the Warriors before the series, my concern was exactly that. The close games at the end, are you guys going to get tight the way you did in game 7 against Miami? Now, what you have going for you is the Boston Celtics have lost 7 game 8 games in these playoffs. They are 7 and 0 following the Exactly. Loss. They in- yeah, Exactly. Since mid-January, Demonte, they have lost one time following a loss. They've lost back-to-back games once, and that one loss, four starters didn't play. So they're essentially undefeated following a loss over the last four-plus months. So that, to me, is one of the reasons you guys should have confidence. Plus, you guys have been better on the road than at home these playoffs. Yeah, unfortunately. You're 500 at home. Unfortunately, I guess. And so I don't think you go into San Francisco thinking you can't win. Right. So all those things bode well for game five. None of that, though, will matter if Tatum doesn't play better. We will get to Tatum in a moment. And I want your thoughts on what you're seeing with him. But first, we have to talk about Draymond Green. (laughs) So Draymond's own mother started (laughs) tweeting about it. Can you imagine if my mom had Twitter? (laughs) I think she might have
0: Twitter, but like...
1: But doesn't tweet and doesn't have a following. And (laughs) can you imagine if I was really struggling on the show and my mom tweeted like, never seen him be this bad. (laughs) Now, you know what? Hold up. I'm asking if you can imagine if my mom had Twitter. Your mom does have Twitter and does have a following. And I actually think it's on the board that she could send a tweet similar to Draymond's mom.
0: I could see a slight slight little grill from mom. Oh, Uh, slight? Yeah,
1: something. I think she could roast you bad. (laughs) I think if she saw the dinosaurs take from last week.
0: Which is why I actually went out of my way to bring it up to her because I just wanted to to probe and see if you know you went and told her Mm -hmm. because you know you went i think you dropped her off at the shop that day or whatever yeah um yeah she she was very sad about it she
1: She was sad about the dinosaur
0: steak said as soon as i brought it up she was like oh no i was like man but you know just i know this this is about the celtics and no go ahead listen if people just real quick
1: if if people didn't see the (laughs) most recent podcast before this one demanze has a Red hot take <laughs> on dinosaurs. So go ahead, if people can I, listen to it or watch it there. But go ahead. If,
0: if you saw that episode, I just uh-huh. want to let you know that if you were to come out to me in the street any day before then and ask me if I thought dinosaurs existed, uh-huh. there's no chance that I was gonna be like, no, no way, dinosaurs. I think that was like a spur of the moment type thing. This is not me trying to clear my name. This no, this I might listen, be a slight. I, I like to you cleaning to clear it up. Name. It is you trying to clean your <laughs> name.
1: I knew it when it happened in real time. I was like, and I'm not, this is going to sound self-congratulatory. I don't mean it to. But listen, we can all, I think it's important for people to be humble on things they're actually humble about, but also be honest about things they know they're great at. Right. I know one of my biggest skills in the world is like on the fly argument making about things I'd never discussed. You've sat next to me now for like four months yeah. doing this and watched me do it. Right. And I think underestimated the difficulty of I'm going to present an argument <laughs> that I've never fully thought out in my brain and make it sound compelling. Yeah. And you ended up, you were like, uh, wily Coyote runs off the cliff <laughs> and then finally looks down and is like, oh, <laughs> there's no ground beneath <laughs> me. And you plummet. Like I was watching it happen in real time. I was watching your eyes. And as soon as yeah. as soon as you said the line of velociraptor wouldn't mess with me, I was like, "Oh, okay, he's He's, d- <laughs> he's out of here. He's run, he's run out of things and now it's just like, I'll fight a dinosaur. <laughs> I don't care if they live or if they're real or not. I will fight one of those sons of bitches." I was like, "Okay, listen, you live and you learn." Okay, now back to Draymond Green. Love it. My biggest concern for your Celtics, who are now kind of my adopted Celtics just because I bet on them. Right is that Kerr benches Green more and again. I think that is the single best adjustment Steve Kerr can make is putting Draymond Green on the bench and you made a really good point right after the game which is the Warriors winning saved Draymond benching every from <laughs> blowing up because if Dr- if they had lost that game in the fourth quarter with Draymond getting benched he said all the right things after the game, and I give him credit for it. But I do not know if he would have had the discipline to do that if they had lost that game. And so I, I just think the Warriors are in such bad shape with him on the court.
0: I kind of, I, I agree and disagree with the, the whole benching Draymond thing. I, I like that lineup that they put out in the start of the game. Of game four. Was that game four?
1: With uh, Draymond out there with Otto Porter?
0: Yes. Uh, Well, uh, yeah, I guess that means that Draymond isn't being benched now that I think about it.
1: No, but they did that. Here's the thing that their best lineup would be Otto Porter in the starting lineup, but instead of being, he was in place of Kevon Loon. Right. Putting him in place of Draymond. Draymond. That's what would worry to me. If I I were you, that's what would worry me. If you put the the best lineup they could have is Steph, Clay, Wiggins, and then bigs that can do something in Porter and Looney. And if you want to go small, sub out one of Porter or Looney for either Gary Payton for defense or Jordan Poole for offense. By the way, I've never been more right about something than Jordan Poole. I. (laughs)
0: Never fails to just fry Jordan Poole, man. Oh, he stinks. Every every chance he gets.
1: He, and and it's by the way, another little Easter egg from our an episode last week was I said I that Jordan Poole reminds me of the year that watching Demonze play basketball was the most frustrating. So now whenever I talk bad about Jordan Poole when we're watching. I, I can see this looking. It's in like he's spit dissing. Yeah, it's exactly right. Like, it's like I'm quietly uh, disrespecting you from the past. It's like yeah, a man. retroactive insult. And then
0: it's like he has no hope in him. He's like he sucks. He's never gonna be good. This guy's <laughs> never been more right about him. It's just like, geez, man. And, uh,
1: right. So I understand and that guy
0: reminds you, mean, you of me. Right.
1: Right. You? I understand why it bothers you. Okay. So Draymond, the best adjustment the Warriors can make is benching him. All right. I don't think they're. I mean, he's still playing 35 minutes a game. I, they benched him for like four minutes. I don't think they're going to full-on bench him, but it will be interesting. If they lose tonight and he's awful again, what will they do with their season on the line? That is, to me, an interesting question. And now we get finally to tonight and to Jason Tatum. So I do not think Tatum has been bad. Tatum is 22-7-8. and eight. Right. He is shooting almost 50% from three. He has been bad in one, well, two specific areas. Too many live ball turnovers that are just like indefensible turnovers. Just bat jumping to figure out the pass. That, yeah. But he has, I think it's 14 turnovers in four games. So that's three and a half a game. That's not great, but it's not devastating.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's six and four.
1: What, what? Right. What is devastating is this. He has taken fifty one two point shots. He has made fourteen of them. That's less than twenty eight percent
0: and a few of them man are just give me layups. like I don't it's uh,
1: so that's the thing. I think I people is the moment too big for him, kind of, but some but it seems like he has spurts where it doesn't
0: seem like it's I, I think I don't think he's scared of the moment. I think sometimes he's got a little bit too much anxiety in
1: That's exactly what I mean. I don't think he's scared either, but he's 24 years old. He's on the precipice of a championship. He's never been here before, and he's a little unsure of himself. And he knows what's on the other side of this if they win the title. Right. You're talking, I wouldn't consider him face of the league, but some people would say it. Guys under 25, won a title for a historic franchise, first team All-NBA. Like, he has all that waiting for him. And he's playing with the weight of that on him. So I said, let's say this. I don't think you can win game five in San Francisco without him having a big game. Right. I don't think he has to do what Steph did and score 40. Yeah. But I think he has to score more than 25. And for the first time all series, he has to be efficient. And the other thing you needs to remember is you're the best player on that team. You're a star in this league now. You'll get calls. He seems a little bit. He's like shying away from contact at times. You will get the calls on some of these layups if you initiate the contact. So yeah. I like your guys' chances tonight. I think I think Draymond is likely going to be bad for a fifth consecutive game. <laughs> I think Tatum will bounce back. And either way, go ahead.
0: Is Tatum still in club superstar? It
1: sounds. Oh like- well, no! I'm glad you asked that, and then we'll and then we'll wrap because we went longer than we we're supposed to for this quick little short episode. I. They asked me on the TV show today as well. You, I hate when people do this. And this used to happen to LeBron. The, you carry a team further than it otherwise could go in the playoffs, and then you have a tough final round of the playoffs. This only happened to LeBron very early in his career because he was bad in his first two finals. People are like, oh, got to question where he's at. When you never would have questioned it, If If you would have just lost earlier. Right. So in club superstar, I have the list right here. Embiid, Ja, Giannis, LeBron, Durant, Dame, Kawhi, Jokic, and CP3. That is, what is that, nine? That is nine of the 12 guys in club superstar. Those nine guys didn't even make the conference finals this year. Right. So you're not going to kick a guy (laughs) out. Who made the NBA finals? Yeah. But so Luka didn't make the finals. You're gonna throw him out. So all that's left is Steph and Tatum. Well, Tatum's played bad in the finals, so he's out. So now Steph's in the club by himself. But Steph missed the playoffs the previous two years. Right. Now club superstars empty. No. So you don't, you're you're when you are the guy who was the biggest reason a team made the finals, that year can't be used against you. Right. And so just like as bad as Draymond's been, If he was the defensive player of the year this year and was, you know, a decent offensive player, if he had been outstanding all year and then was having a bad finals, we'd still criticize him, but you wouldn't crush him. Right. Draymond, though, has been mediocre the last four months and has been downright awful this postseason. At this point, and here's the thing for Draymond: 10 points would feel like an explosion. Yeah. If he has 10 points, eight rebounds, Four assists. People will come on tomorrow and be like, Draymond broke out. He's back. Draymond played a great game. Clay is the guy I would worry about for you guys tonight. Clay at home in that building is the one that would concern me. But I think the Celtics win. I think it's 3-2, and we will talk about it no matter who wins tomorrow on a full episode of What's Right with Nick Wright.
0: See you soon.